Listen up. I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up! Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. Now let's go win the sick playoffs! Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in, in a few minutes. <laughs> Instacart for the win. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. I have, and uh, my thoughts are we play next year. We're looking forward to uh, all of it. You know, I'm just very happy for him, proud of him, excited for him, excited for his family. I heard my mom and dad told me that he called back in the evening and he found out that uh, all of his kids, starting with Addie and Katie, had their bags packed already. They're ready to go. So they're excited too. So it's going to be great. He's well-deserved. And I'll say this, the Chargers just got themselves one great coach. John Harbaugh on his brother Jim taking the job in L.A., you told the story yesterday about the Harbaugh's and their rivalry. Yeah. yeah, John Harbaugh went on a podcast recently. I think it was Brandon Marshall's podcast, and basically said that you know they had always had kind of a sibling rivalry, and so, that he got one up on him by winning the Super Bowl. Like yeah. that was huge for him. To that point, so I was watching an interview John Harbaugh was on with. Uh, pardon my take. He's talking to Big Cat. Uh, mm-hmm. It might have been just Big Cat. I saw just a video clip. Anyway. Harbaugh was telling a story where John was telling a story where they were all on a big family vacation somewhere like the Caribbean or a beach. Okay. And Jim was the quarterback of the Bears at the time. So he's making big money. He's paying for everything. He's doing everything great, blah, blah, blah. And that they were kind of roughing around, doing whatever, like brothers. And they they got into a fight Uh on the beach Yeah, where one kicked, one pushed. And he said that Jim threw him to the to the ground into the sand with like the tides coming in underwater and jim held john down there underwater and john's telling the story like it might i don't know how long it was it felt like 20 minutes i I had enough time in my head to think well i'm gonna die but he's gonna get arrested because people are gonna see him kill me (laughs) like and that he ultimately let him up yeah. And, you know, that's bigger brother. He's the big brother, right? Harbaugh's the bigger brother. J- uh, Jim, John's the, no, no, Jim's the big brother. Jim's the big Jim's brother. The big Either brother. way, he's yeah. the bigger, stronger. He's the yes. NFL quarterback. Yeah. And, like, after that, they kind of got up and went their separate ways. And, like, that was that moment of, like, yeah, you know what's up. Yeah. I, I run this. Jim. And to your point about their rivalry, since the Super Bowl, yeah, it's been like, mm-mm. <laughs> it's now, me. Now I've got it. I've got it, yeah. You remember how, and Jim's back to even the score. Do you remember how that Super Bowl ended? There was, I remember the 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 clip of Jim Harbaugh like exasperatingly asking for a penalty, right? Yes. Didn't he want like a holding call in the last play of the game or something? Also, the lights went out, didn't they? The lights did go out. The final score of that Super Bowl is Ravens 34, Niners 31. Yeah. And the Niners got the ball... Man, where were they? Did they go for it on fourth no. down? Here's, here, it was 34 29. 
And so it's the Ravens are up by five points. Okay. The yeah. Niners get to the seven-yard line. First and goal from the seven. Drama. Yeah. Yeah. 239 remaining. Baltimore. With, with that much time? Oh, I didn't think it was that much time. 239 and you're at the seven. Okay. 239. Niners with the ball at the Ravens' seven. If you're a Baltimore fan, you are already thinking, all right, they're going to score and we're going to go back and try and take the lead again. They run the ball for two yards to the five. Second and goal to five. Incomplete to Crabtree. Third and five. Incomplete to Crabtree. Fourth and five. Incomplete to Crabtree. Three straight passes. All to Crabtree. From the five to Michael Crabtree. Mm-hmm. None, they didn't get any of them. So now it's Baltimore's ball. First and ten at their own five. And they go backwards a little bit. And they ultimately take a safety with four seconds left. This was one of those games where if you had, you know, a thousand dollars on a squares pool, yeah, it was oh the safety would have it been. was thirty four twenty nine with four seconds left, fourth and seven at the eight. Yeah, four and nine are not good numbers either. So that person's like, oh my, I'm about to get cash a miracle here. Right, I'm gonna get paid. Yeah, and they took a safety. Oh, <laughs> with four seconds left. Yeah, <gasps> that's brutal. And that's how the game ended. Yep. But the Niners were close. And I remember watching that game thinking, you know, first and goal for the Niners that year at the seven-yard line, they're going to get in. Yeah. They were great. So he was – here's a question. This is an exercise we've been doing a lot lately. Is Jim Harbaugh sealing the Super Bowl? Can he win it? He got to the seven-yard line. Mm-hmm. For sealing people, where does the ce- – where, where do you cut ceilings? I do – doesn't it – feel like the guys that make it to the game can, but haven't won are considered can win it. Is that right? Am I wrong you, in that? You, you tell me. I'm trying to pick people's brains and like how, how that usually gets said. I think once you get to one game, now we especially know you, if it's close, like yeah, we, we now we we all understand that like, you know, if Jim Jim Harbaugh wanted that penalty called, they could have called the penalty. If they threw the flag and they give him first and goal at the one. They win the Super Bowl, right? They probably go. They probably go on to win the Super Bowl. So, can he win it? Sure. I think it would. I don't hear it said about him as often that oh he can't win the big one. I think it's generally more said about the guys that don't make it to the game. I'm trying to think of someone that's made it to the game. Well, I guess like Lovey Smith made it to the game. Does Lovey Smith get that same thing? Did he used to in Chicago? Like that's, oh you can't win the big one, right? That's these are great questions. Which is why it's kind of a stupid exercise in the first place. It's not to say, again, like we did this yesterday, maybe you don't like the chances of that guy winning it, but ceilings yeah, right. get constantly redefined. 803-0550 if you want that. Joe, I'm looking at a dynasty rookie mock draft. Oh, I'm, I'm all about this. Hey, everybody, if you are on the wide receiver train, I've got good news for you. Here's a good example of how – there's a million ways to say how good – the wide receiver class is mm-hmm. in this year's class. Here's another way to say how good the wide receiver class is. Dynasty mock draft that I just saw online. Get that wide receiver train horn going. In your dynasty rookie mock drafts, it is not unusual for running backs to go early and running backs to get overdrafted because running backs are hard to find. Mm-hmm. It's really hard to get running backs in dynasty. You're going to draft 
Bijan one, Gibbs two. Yep. The year that it's uh, Saquon Barkley, he's going number one. Um, I remember Najee Harris went number one in every single rookie draft just because he was the first round pick yep, running back of the Steelers. Yeah. And I'm thinking back to Cam Akers or DeAndre Swift. These guys yep. were taken. Cam, Clyde uh, Edwards Hilaire was this. J.K. Yeah. Dobbins. Like rookies yep. go early in dynasty rookie drafts. Rookie running backs too. So, yeah. yeah, thank yeah, you. Yeah. Rookie running backs go early in dynasty drafts. Here's the first mock draft I've seen from who did this? I, I, I screenshotted it so I could use it rather than just be smart about it and keep the tab open. Anyway, here's here's what you have. And I don't know if it's a super flex or not because Caleb Caleb Williams and Drake mm-hmm. May are in this. Okay. But here's the top twelve. Marvin Harrison Jr. number one. Caleb Williams, Drake May, two and three. That must be super flex. I, I think it probably is. Okay. Two two quarterbacks, I'm sure. Yeah. Malik Neighbors, wide receiver. Brock Bowers, tight end. Jaden Daniels, quarterback. Then Adunze, Brian Thomas, Troy Franklin, Jermaine Burton, Michael Penix, Keon Coleman. Seven receivers in the first 12 picks. Yeah. And that must be super flex. If it's not super flex, it's got it. It's definitely super flex. You might go 10 receivers before the first running back. Yeah, right. That was There wasn't a single running back in there, right? Not in the first round. Wow. Wow. That should drive home to you this wide receiver train. We don't even know who these teams are going to, who these guys are going to play for. Right. Imagine Malik Neighbors gets drafted to. The Chargers. Now, maybe yeah. Harbaugh's ground and pound, but Neighbors and Justin Herbert? Yeah. Adunze goes to the Jets with Aaron Rodgers and Garrett Wilson. Like, yeah. Even guys like Troy Franklin. He's pegged off, and he's the Oregon guy. He'd be a perfect fit for the Bills. If he went to the Bills or the Chiefs? Yeah. There's a, there's a chance, right, whoever the Bills – I don't think anyone would top Marvin Harrison Jr., no matter where he ended up. But there's a chance that, like, if the Bills drafted Troy Franklin, he might shoot up the list to, like, number two just because of the landing spot, right? A lot of these guys are going to go to teams with subpar quarterback situations because they're early in the draft. Whoever the Bills end up picking in the first round, if they pick a first-round receiver, that guy's going to be up there. Yeah. Like, the expectation will be up there. The Offensive Rookie of the Year odds will be up there. Especially in Dynasty. Yeah. Oh, for sure. You've got a career with Josh Allen. Yep. And Diggs is 30. It's, so, like, we're talking about if they do it in the first round, like, so much of this is they need another guy. They need another guy. They need the Davis replacement. They need the guy to be the number two to Diggs. So much of them drafting the first over, the first round guy is this is your new Diggs. Yeah. Diggs is 30. Maybe he gets back to what he was. I might bet that he will. But he's not going to do it forever. And you draft and hit on a first round rookie receiver. We're talking about. We're talking about taking Josh Allen up to age, what, 34? With a num- a true number one wideout? Not having any time in between where you're missing one? It's If they hit on the pick. Right. I mean, you hit on a first round. Allen's going into his age 28 season. You hit on a stud wide receiver that's 22 years old. Again, we're talking about Allen. You're, most of the rest of his prime. Where you're ensuring, I've got a number one receiver for him at all times. And for now, I might have two. It's Which an, would be nice. It's another reason that it's frustrating they haven't done it yet because I know your yeah. return on investment with this quarterback should be great. They really are so close to to the whole picture looking pretty good, right? Like how we 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 sit here this week and I think rightfully so look at their weapons and say it wasn't enough and it's maybe why they had to run the ball more and it's why they didn't get any explosive plays for the season against the Chiefs. So. 
You know, all that's there. And at the same time, I feel like if they nail a rookie receiver, boom, the whole thing looks good now. Because it's, well, okay, Diggs gets freed up. Maybe not double team as much. And I've got that rookie receiver next to him. And i got Shakir in the slot. I've got Kincaid at tight end. I've got James Cook at running back. Suddenly, my weapons look great. I think. Suddenly, I think I'm in the conversation with some of the top teams in the league if you hit on the rookie, which is the if. And if they do it. But... It, it's not like they're that far away to me. It's just they're really missing one of the most important skill sets, which is the speed and the downfield element. And rookie receivers contributing. Like, maybe you think, well, how much could you really expect? And I think this league continues to shift more and more towards rookies. If I look at the all-time rookie receivers in the years they did it, mm-hmm. Puka Nakua, 1,400 yards. I'll just do recently. Yeah. Garrett Wilson, 1,100 yards as a rookie. Olave, 1,000 yards, rookie. Jamar Chase, 1,455, rookie. Now, some of these guys, Olave and Garrett Wilson, are mid-first-round picks. Chase is, what, fifth overall. Niku mm-hmm. is a fifth-rounder. But rookie Michael Thomas, 1,100 yards. Rookie A.J. Brown, 1,000 yards. That's a second-round pick. Right. Rookie, yeah. Yeah. rookie Keenan Allen, 1,000 yards. Rookie Mike Evans, 1,000 yards. Rookie Odell Beckham, 1,300. Amari Cooper, 1,000. Yeah. Yeah, I got it here too. In the last t- in the last decade, there have been thirteen rookie receivers to have a thousand plus yards, and, and then the, like the, over nine hundred, there are like another twelve. And how many of those and, guys jumped in with a quarterback of the caliber of Josh Allen? Like Garrett Wilson got a thousand yard season with Zach Wilson as his quarterback, and Mike White. Yeah, I'm looking now. The only guy that really had a great quarterback right away is Chase. AJ Brown did it with Tannehill. Yeah. The Bills G- should... Garrett Wilson had 1,100 yards with... Uh... Zach, Zach Wilson, Mike White, and Joe Flacco. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, get some calls in on this. Alex in Rochester on wide receivers. What's up, Alex? What's up, guys? Jeremy, I, I am so, like, settled in on this wide receiver train with you that I have, like, one of those suites. I don't just have, like, a, a <laughs> chair. Like, I have, like, a full suite. I paid more for it because yeah. it was, you know, just cool. That's how settled in I am on this. I've taken a couple days after the season ended because it was hard to be in the stadium for that game. Um, and I think about, like, what am I most upset about? Is it, like, the fact that DeMar Hamlin fake punt? Like, what, you know what? It's, it's like, that Diggs didn't make that catch. It's, it's none of that. It's, I keep going back to, like, why didn't we do something at the trade deadline? And I'm not as well-versed on what our options were there and the dollars at play. But I, I, was, I remember at that time I was like, okay, DeAndre Hopkins – is is structured has I remember he has a structured contract yep. he's ready to be picked up like why aren't we going after this and the talk on the radio was kind of like yeah like you're right but you know it's just not going to happen I'm like okay why isn't it going to happen because I feel like if we knew what Diggs was going to do for the rest of the season we definitely would have done it and the other thing with Diggs and and I I, I I'm, I'm I'm supportive of him but and it's just a basketball analogy, so I'm not sure if it makes any sense to you guys. But with him, it's kind of like the second part of the season for me with Diggs. It was kind of like one of those guys that keeps taking bad shots and saying like "my bad, my bad." And eventually, like the first, he's a good player, so for the first couple times you're like, "All right, no worries." But when you keep missing, it's kind of like stop saying "my bad" and just make the play. And I felt like he was doing that regularly with Josh, and then at the end. The one that he missed, like, if you look at him, he puts his hand, he's like, my bad, my bad. It's like, you know what, eventually just make the play. That's my frustration, and I keep going back to the deadline, like, why didn't we make a move? 
I mean, I really think that that was the, the turning point that is in, in the season. If we had done that with those options in these big games, we're a totally different team. Yeah, thanks, Alex. I, I wonder, I mean, Hopkins didn't get moved anywhere, which that mm-hmm. deal looked like it was built to be traded. Mm-hmm. There's no cap hit to the team that was going to be taking him on. I don't know. It's tough. That They're going to have to bargain bin shop for the veteran if they want that. Hopkins maybe could be that. I mean, he was fine this year, though. He wasn't tremendous. But they are, you know, to go back to the PFF having them as a player for Michael Pittman, for instance. I mean, it kind of stinks that they can't be in that, that group, too, because the, the class at free agent receiver is so nice also. But you just, I, I don't think you... Well, here, here's a good example. Ready? Uh, I've, short I've, of I've, Von, Von getting suspended, which I still want to think is possible... I mean that's twenty three million dollars. There's there's your twenty three million dollars for Michael Pittman, if they can somehow get lucky there and find their way out of the Von Miller contract unscathed, then you can just take his money and give it to a receiver. But that's like the only avenue where I think it's even even a thought. This is not exactly a fun exercise, but I've done it. <laughs> I've sorted the receivers that signed last off season, yeah, by value from the bottom up, okay, like the cheap guys, and thinking, okay, who did well this year? That you could have signed, yeah. And oh, you're, you're saying like there were guys that did well, well, or no? You tell me. The best I found was Nelson Aguilar. Okay. The Ravens signed him. No, he was he was okay, but one year three point two. Yeah. Right, one year three point two for Nelson Aguilar. Could he have helped this Bills team? Probably. He ends up with. 381 yards and four touchdowns. Yeah, I mean, not much. No, the biggest bargain guy that had a big year might have been Demarcus Robinson. Yeah. Even him, like. Same thing. Right. He was a million dollars, caught four touchdowns with the Rams. It's really well, not a lot. I mean, you would hope, though, that this free agent class being better yeah, is but- going to push guys like, you know, like, is Sterling Shepard a better bargain bin guy than those guys because you know maybe last year he might have been a little bit more than a bargain bin guy yeah maybe Gabe Davis becomes a bargain bin guy for some for some teams how different is he than Nelson Aguilar maybe maybe he's a lot different but just looking at like average annual value this receiver list of guys who signed last year it really is so much you just you get what you pay for there's not a lot of fines you know the guy I really wonder, do, do they have, are you on spot track? Yeah. Do they have a market value for Curtis Samuel? Because he's the guy, and by the way, we talked about Biennemi earlier. I mean, he just came from working with Eric Biennemi. He's the guy that Joe Brady's worked with <laughs> that I think the skill set they don't really have. Are you ready for Curtis Samuel's market value? Sure, because he, he was fine last year, but it wasn't like amazing. Okay. All right. Throw out a guess. Like six million bucks. Higher. Eight million bucks. Higher. 10. Higher. 12. 11.5. Okay, that's not happening. That's Spotrex market value. <laughs> I don't think this, that's happening. But this is part of the point. I mean, you're going to hear us talk wide receivers literally every day until they draft yeah. one. Look how expensive receivers are. Yeah. When you go shopping at the dollar store for your receivers, you get what you pay for. You have to spend it. This is where Gabe Davis looks at this and says, like, I'll get $13 million. Mm-hmm. And the Bills have to say, like, yeah, enjoy it, man. Can't pay you that money. But the Bills shopped at the dollar store for their receivers in Hardy and Sherfield, and they got Hardy and Sherfield. They got a draft, too. 803-0550. We'll get a break in. 
Uh, is there one that's really old that they can bring in even on a one-year deal? Is that Curtis Samuel guy just not in existence this year? Uh, Might not be. Odell Beckham was 15. Okay. And he had a he had a not such a year where he's going to get more than what he got last year, right? He's not get he, he's not getting more than 15 this year, is he? Probably not. So maybe he's a maybe he becomes a a cheaper option. Isn't he getting at least 10? I mean, he had 500 yards this year and three touchdowns. So yeah, yeah, maybe. That's that's what I what I want to see them because they can't just do a rookie, right? They need two. They need. We're two. all in agreement. They need two. However, they, they end up there. They need two rookies and a veteran. <laughs> it depends. Or at least a sure. rookie and a veteran. I mean, what's the wide receiver? What does the wide receiver room look like right now? It's Diggs and Shakir, and that should be kind of the end of the conversation. Yeah. They can save money on Hardy. Sherfield's up. Davis is up. Shorter is a non-factor. Yeah. It's Diggs and Shakir. You need three. Yeah, they do. How could you let it get to this? <laughs> right. All right, more of your phone calls on the other side, 803-0550. We had a fun segment we're going to do. We'll still do it. We'll just do it next. we got nothing else going on. There's a, there's a Sabres rumor, too. Oh! I, I may not qualify it as a juicy rumor, though. Mm. A dry rumor? A dr- yes, this is a dry rumor. Dry rumors coming up next. Okay. I'm excited for the Sabres dry rumor. Is this that they're going to trade a uh, conditional seventh-round pick for some guy that was on waivers a month ago? Not quite that dry. Okay. Okay, juicier than that, but but not but not much. <laughs> uh, okay, all right. A dry Sabers rumor next. Your fever is high, and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect co worker of yours. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Wow. The work behind the scenes Josh Schmidt just pulled off. Why are we jumping? Why are we bumping back with Van Halen's jump? Because it's Friday at nine thirty-four in the morning, and I've turned all of my jokes to sump bump, sump pump-based humor. <laughs> like, what's your uh-huh. favorite sump pump song? Is it Van Halen's "Sump"? Is it Rex and Effects "Sump Shaker"? Is it Michael Jackson's "Wanna Be Starting Sumping"? 
Oh my! What's your favorite oh sub pump based song? Sub pump puns. Yeah, crisscross will make you sump. Perfect. Brett writes in <laughs> the Sumpty Dance. We've got one here. Rolling Stones. Sumpin' Jack Flash. Sump around. Thanks, Max. Sump around. House of Pain. Sump around. Just saying, we're, we're celebrating sump pumps today with all the rain. My sumps. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, Pussycat Dolls? Uh, Fergie, right? Fergie. 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 Sorry, yeah. yeah. Chumbawamba's Tub Sumping. <laughs> it's Friday and your football team's eliminated from the playoffs. What are you talking about? Yeah. Uh, we're, you know, making sump pump jokes. Sub pump puns. Yeah. Here we are. I mean, I mean, there's so much... The the uh, some golf courses are like underwater completely. Yeah. Not that not that anyone you know was playing them today, but okay. You teased a dry sabers rumor. Yeah, I think it's. Uh, I'm, I'm excited for this dry sabers rumor, and then right. I will have approximately 30 more sump pump based songs to tell you about. All right, dry saber rumor. Elliot Friedman on 32 thoughts. Do we have the juicy rumors theme. Do you know whether we have that? We'll play the theme anyway. We have it anyway because we're about a month out from the trade deadline. So you know, you say it's not that juicy. This is like a this is like a one point five on the juicy scale. I'll be the judge of that. Yeah. Uh, How juicy is this rumor? Friedman says, think there is a name to watch. Uh oh. Couple people say to me, put Eric Johnson on your radar. The Sabers are gonna have options here. That's from Friedman. Eric Johnson. Joe. 1.5 out of 10. Joe, the National Hockey League is not a serious sports league. That's what I'd like to say. Eric Johnson's going to get traded for a fifth round. Yeah, pick. I mean Stanley Cup winner. Not Only a couple years not, ago. The GMs in this league are not, not are, they do not GM a serious sports league. Eric Johnson is a, a target. The Sabres are going to have options. Yeah, options. Yeah, multiple. They're getting. They might be getting calls right now. Why not? Stanley Cup winner. Hey, he was the first overall pick. See, to be fair, though, like, it's not a serious league. What What do you got to give to get him? A sixth-round pick, which is what? A jar of didn't you? What's your scale? A jar of olives? <laughs> I mean, if I only got to give a jar of olives to get this guy, like, although he's provably bad, isn't he? Yes. Right, so that that's the point. He's, but, a, he's a negative in the first place. Right, so a GM of a contending team will give you a jar of olives for a defenseman, it will make you worse, <laughs> and they will talk about how important he is to have and how important a trade it is. Just in general, we're gonna we're gonna have twelve uh, hour shows to if cover they that trade, on trade deadline. If day. they trade Eric Johnson, yeah. he will become like one of the trivia questions about. Hey, remember that guy played for the Sabers? Yeah, he'll he'll join uh, like weirdest Saber uniforms like Eric Stahl and uh, Wayne Simmons. Wow. Will be more maddening uh, seeing a, a trade for of Eric Johnson that will mean nothing, or when they actually traded for Wayne Simmons ten points out of the playoffs in March, because that happened too. Right, so there you go. What are they going to get? I, I would fifth, say a fourth? a fourth would be the high end. Yeah, Anybody be, paying more great. than a fourth would be wild to me. All right. I thought GMs were getting smarter in the NHL. It's it's a con- it's a league of so much inactivity. It's unbelievable. Hmm. So there you go. That's a pretty dry rumor, I would say. The only thing that wouldn't be dry for them, rumor-wise, right now, I feel like would be trading Middlestat. And even then... Unless they want to go trade for Patrick Laine, who apparently is available from Columbus. You don't want to do that, do you? Uh, no. I mean, it would give me a pulse again, a little bit, so, you know, 
You, you might feel alive a little bit if they traded for Patrick Line. But I, no, I don't. I don't want him. He's hasn't been great since like his second year. So yeah. Eight oh three oh five fifty. If you want to chime in on, you know, uh, a sump pump based song. Did we ever? I, I looked by the way. There was no poll. I don't think any of us put it up. Who we were rooting for? Ravens and Chiefs. Did we just assume everybody was going to vote for the Ravens over uh, no, the Chiefs? No, I, I don't think so. I think it would it'd be close to. All right, let me put it I, up right now. I bet it comes down 60-40. And we I did th- put a poll up of our Meerkats cool, but we did not on <laughs> Ravens Chiefs. Yesterday was Meerkats. Today's Vigo the Carpathian. Yeah. You know, sometimes things come up. So, yeah, Chiefs and Ravens. All right, while who, who are you rooting for? While you're posting that, I'll get to Ron and Clarence. I think it'll come down 60-40, though, because of the people that – and I don't say this in a negative way. They want Allen's image protected a little bit. And if Lamar gets to a Super Bowl, that – you know, how's it reflect on Allen? In reality, not much, but in the – talk show universe, you know, it'll be a lot about how Allen's never made a Super Bowl, and Lamar and Burrow and Mahomes, of course, have. Ron and Clarence. Hey, Ron. Yes, sir. Um, this coming draft, wide receiver, Xavier Leggett from South Carolina, hmm. 6'3", 230, runs the 40 and 4.29. Great hands. His average reception was 17 yards without a great quarterback. Xavier Leggett. Remember, he'll be available down at the Bills draft order. Yeah. Xavier Leggett. Remember that name. Will do. Yeah, Will sorry. do. I'm sorry. We're already talking about the draft here. It's only <laughs> January, fine. but, you know, that's the way it goes, right? Yeah, that's all right, Ron. We're going to make the best of it, right? We're going we're all in it together. Yes, we are. <laughs> Thanks, Ron. Yeah, for me, I was as we dig into all this, they're going to – we just actually bumped up the number of receivers that they need from one to three last segment. Yeah, so we did, yeah. The good news is we're going to have lots of room for lots of different types of receivers. The one thing about him, he has a, he, he sounds, and I don't say this is a bad thing, so I want to make clear, if they were to get another Gabe Davis in the fourth round, that would be good, mm-hmm. right? I would take, yes, I would take rookie Gabe Davis in the fourth round 100 times out of 100. A first round this guy and a fourth round Davis, and I think I'm doing well because here's some of the scouting report stuff on Xavier Leggett. Uh, positives: size and build, tall, muscular, very good contested catch, strong hand-eye coordination, above average long speed, can be a vertical ple- presence, above average bully ball yak player, strong downhill mover with some speed. That sounds like some Gabe, mm-hmm. right? Maybe I don't know if Gabe was ever like a, a yak bully. Not not really, but no. But above average, long speed, vertical threat. Yes. Negatives. Yep. Poor footwork and explosiveness at the line of scrimmage. Too often fails the game ground quickly. Below average acceleration and burst. Needs to stride out a bit for top speed. That sounds like Gabe. Yep. Below average change of direction in the open field. Can struggle to work back to the quarterback and find the ball at times. So, you know, there's there aren't that many perfect receivers. They're all going to have negatives. I'm not telling you I wouldn't want that guy. They have enough roles to fill that we can all come up with our top three. The team that I'm that I'm thinking about as we go through all this is Green Bay from the last two years. Like the, the Bills have digs, so they're not going to be like that. The Packers were the youngest team ever to win a, a playoff game and the youngest team to make the playoffs since like the 70s. Actually, 70, 74 Bills, I think. Um, they remade their whole receiving core in two years. And they did it with just draft picks. And they drafted different types of receivers. They drafted, in, in the last two years, look what Green Bay's done. They drafted... Christian Watson in the second round. They who's, drafted, a, who's like a big vertical speed guy. Yes. And they can hand him the ball as yep. well. They drafted Romeo Dobbs in the fourth round. 
They drafted a seventh-round guy in Toure, who actually plays for them, but like as a depth role. They drafted Jaden Reed in the second round. Very good. Yep. Great slot receiver. They drafted Dontavian Wicks in the fifth round this year as a rookie. He's really good. He had 600 yards as a rookie, and they drafted another guy in the seventh round. And they spent had six draft picks on wide receiver in the last two years. Yeah. And they were able this year to be productive with Jordan Love without having a digs. So, and that is not mentioned, by the way. They drafted two tight ends this year in the second and third round. Judd tweets in, as you were bringing this up about Green Bay, their wide receiver room in 2023, you know the total cap hit of the, the Packers wide receiver room was $9 million. 9.4. That's, That's crazy. And they were and they were deeper and more dangerous. Right. in by, by the time the playoffs started, maybe early in the year the Bills could have said this with the healthy Davis and Diggs. But when the playoffs started, the Packers had a better receiving core than the Bills did. And the whole core, this was always going to be where we landed with Gabe Davis, the whole core for the Packers comes in at a lower cap hit than Gabe Davis will sign for this offseason. Right. Like Gabe will sign for 10, 12, 13. Yeah. And the Packers was 9.4 for the whole the whole group. Thanks for the phone call, Ron, and uh, thanks for the tweet from Judd. I'm mad, by the way, the Packers are not at playing on Sunday. I really wanted them to be in it still. It became fun to watch. They really did. Jordan Love, so that pick at the end, didn't he kind of have the exact end of the season? No, nah, maybe not because the pr- the production was better. But isn't that kind of remind you of Josh Allen's second year? Yeah. We're like, okay, this team is yo kind of young and fun, and look, oh, they made the playoffs. And then the playoff game happens, and it's kind of wild, and he makes a crazy play at the end of the game that ends up losing them. Allen flipped the ball backwards to Knox. Yeah. You know, in that way, it's a little bit similar. But it's like, okay. This guy's going to be something you have to deal with. Yeah, Jordan Love in his second season and his first well, first full season as a starter, right? Right. You're yes. saying it's Allen's second season. 4,100 yards, 32 touchdowns. It's pretty it's good. It's really good. It's pretty good. They've got the play caller, too. I, I like what Green Bay's are, got. Are you, are you ready for a full – I mean, if the Bears get things right, the NFC North is about to be the most stacked division in football for a while. The Bears yeah. are ready to like kind of turn this thing around, I think, if they get the right quarterback. They yeah. have a lot of talent and a lot of draft picks. Yeah. The Lions are in the NFC Championship game. The Packers maybe should be there. And the Vikings, their quarterback got hurt. Right. If he doesn't get hurt, that's a, a playoff team. they gotta re- they got to re-sign him, though. They do. They're competitive. Yeah. The, the, if the Vikings are the worst team in your division, with the Bears finishing so strong, like that division looks pretty good top to bottom. Yeah. Yeah, I hear that. 803-0550. You want some more Sump Pump songs? Yeah. <laughs> How many can there be? Uh, a lot. <laughs> We've got... What rhymes with sump? Sump up the jam by Technotronic. Okay. We've got... Mm, some of these I don't know. Sumpware over the rainbow. Do we use the word sump in any other context, by S- the way? Sump? Yeah. It's a great it's question. It's only sump pump. Um, who uses the word sump in any other in any other form? It, the, 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 uh, I'm sure the, it means something in terms of uh, what? Like, what do you got? The definition of sump. Sorry, I was oh, losing. The, I didn't. I couldn't find the word for definition. What do we got? A pit or a hollow in which liquid collects, especially one in the floor or of a mine or a basement. Yeah, right. That's okay. hence the pump in the sump. Right, but the sump, but the sump, is, sump is the is, hole. The sump is the hole itself. Yes. And the sump pump is the pump that goes in the sump. Okay. It's also sounds like the, a, it sounds like a song. I right didn't there. know the hole had a, a name itself. I yeah. thought that the, the sump pump was just the name of the pump. It's it also the base of but an well, internal is, right, combustion but. engine. 
which serves as a reservoir for oil of the lubrication system. Obviously. There we go. Yeah, everybody knows that. Extendo Sports is on the way. That was it? No more songs? Uh, I'm trying to think of some more. Um, Grump. Do we have a song that uh, that is like Grump? Grump, uh, no, there's nothing. Right? Lump. Chump. Dump. Clump. Mount Sumpit, where the Grinch lives. Instead of Mount Crumpet. Hmm. I don't know. I was thinking <laughs> yeah, you did. I mean, I was just sitting here naming things that rhyme with sump, so you did better than I did. Bump? I didn't know today we were going to be doing this, but we did it. It did stop raining, at least. Yes, it did. So maybe the, the sump pumps are getting a little bit of... Oh, they're probably not getting a break. The snow is melting rapidly. It's also horrible to take your dog outside in this in the last couple of yeah, days. Yeah, it's pretty tough. But now we're, Greg Bauk tweets in Nirvana... Drain you? Are we going to just transition off the the, <laughs> the, 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 the straight uh, uh-huh. sump puns and go right to drains and yeah, we could we could do that. Yeah, flooding. That one you might not want it because that can be when the know, levee terrible. breaks. When the levee breaks, yeah. Well, good luck to everyone's sump pumps out there. Extendo Sports coming up here on WGR. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. All right, time for Extendo Sports. This song is Coolio. The title of it is one, two, three, four in parentheses. It's something new. Something new. He was shouting out some pumps way back when. Final thought for the show here uh, on NFL coach carousel. Joe, where do we stand on the NFL coach Royal Rumble? Mike Vrabel is out. Raheem Morris, yeah. Dave Canales, Jim, uh, Jim Harbaugh, Gerard Mayo, Antonio Pierce. Where do we stand? 
Vrabel was our winner, I think, I, the last I, time I'm we pretty said sure Vrabel was thought of as the king. Yeah. Does McDermott have a shot? Mc, McDermott has long been named as a top, yeah, top uh, candidate. Yeah. yeah. A number one contender. All right. Dan Campbell. Dan, Dan Campbell's Campbell got to be in there. He's good. He's yeah. eat someone's kneecaps. I think Robert Sala is good for this. Yes. The problem with Dan Campbell, though, is you're going to have a tough time getting him over the top rope. <laughs> He's big. You're going to have to team up on Dan Campbell. And you're going to want Sala and McDermott you're, you're, are a little are a little uh, shorter. You're really, going to want to wear knee pads also for, if you're Dan, if you're fighting Dan. Yeah, because he will be he'll bite on, your kneecaps. Yeah, he'll be biting your knees. He's said it, premeditated. So the new guys, I mean Raheem most Raheem Morris. I mean this guy's in he's in pretty good shape. Dave Canales looks like he could, you know, be, Dave Canales too. Yeah, um, Antonio Pierce is a former linebacker. Canales though, Canales no Canales never mind. He's yeah he looks like he'd be a contender here. Um... Antonio Pierce is a former linebacker, so he's going to be a new contender. This is really a good crop, I think. It's like they hired these guys knowing there would be a Coach Royal Rumble coming up at some point. Ben Johnson is going to get thrown over the top row pretty quickly, I think, if he gets it. Jonathan, Gan- Jonathan Gannon, too. He- Jonathan <laughs> be Gannon. So he's the first over the top, right? Jonathan Gannon or Mike McDaniel. I love Mike McDaniel, but come on, he's probably the first. He could probably, I mean, he could just run away fast. How would Brian Dable do? He'd do fine. He'd be pretty feisty. He would step over the rope and eliminate himself on purpose immediately. I don't need this stuff. (laughs) You guys go ahead. I'm I'm all right. Uh Uh-huh. Brendan Gallagher, if you didn't see his uh, elbow to the face of Brett Pellick, completely non-hockey play, uh, he will be suspended for less than five games. He has a phone hearing today from an unserious sports league. Yeah. It's it's crazy. It's amazing. It was a el- a blatant elbow to the face. He brought the elbow up. There's there's the play. The puck was already gone. There's no there's no part of the hit that, that, can, is that can be even, defended. None of it's legal. None of it can be defended. The only thing that happened was Pellick did not leave on a stretcher. So it'll be like two games, three Man. games. Totally. I, I mean. When you get all the NHL insiders like questioning that it's not in person, like that, that's when you really know that. Like, should be those guys are usually just mouthpieces for the league. Right. And when they're like, "I can't believe this is in person. This isn't in person." That's when you know it's it's ridiculous. He should be suspended for the rest of the year, but you know, that's how it goes. All right, that's it for us. Thanks for calling, listening, texting us songs with Sump in the title. Uh, telling Joe to watch Vigo the Carpathian and Ghostbusters 2. There's 0% chance I watch that movie. Ever? Maybe not ever. Not It's not happening. By the next time we talk, I will not have seen Ghostbusters 2. I'm listening to a podcast called 60 Songs That Define that Explain the 90s, which means I'm about to spend the next month and a half really going deep down nostalgia lane for me. Mm. And I came to work today wanting to know if you'd ever heard of TRL on MTV. Nope. And your answer is no. Nope. And at some point, we're gonna, I'm going to want to talk about that with you. TRL? What, what TRL was. Yeah. Nope. No idea. No idea what TRL was. It's a was. band? Yeah. I was just walking around listening on my headphones, listening to Guns N' Roses song it. Estranged and thought to myself, Joe's probably never really truly appreciated Guns N' Roses. So I Google TRL. Like, you know, Technology readiness level. Nope. That's, that's you not you know Guns N' Roses, but you've never really gone in on Guns N' Roses. Oh, and, no, 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 no. You no, have? No, no. Guns N' Roses. No. I, I, I'm there on Guns N' okay. Roses. Okay. Use yes. your illusion one and two? Yes. Okay. Yes. All of it. I, I Hey, gu- Guitar Hero, the that's... song, the only song I ever got 100% on an expert is Sweet Child of Mine. Okay. 
Guitar Hero was a good gateway to introduce you to music that you might not normally listen to. My dad was into like classic rock, though. Yeah. So like the Guns N' Roses is, is my wheelhouse. But isn't that more 80s? No, because Use Your Illusion is in the 90s, right? I think Use Your Illusion is like 88. Okay. But I could be wrong. Anyway, songs that define the 90s. Use Your Illusion album came out in no, 1991. Okay, there 91. you go. Yep. Knocking on Heaven's Door, right? Is that two? Yeah, I think that's on number two. Anyway. Uh, All right. My my wife, Joe, doesn't know what TRL is. He doesn't. What the, when did it come out? TRL was 1997. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm watching SpongeBob SquarePants. Google it. Google it. That's two years before I was born. Yeah, 1997. 98 90- to 08. Okay, yeah, ninety-eight to 08. In that way, I guess '08. I mean, I'm, I'm in the age range by then, so I guess I don't have an excuse for that. TRL was a cultural phenomenon. It was amazing. I was thinking about its place in society. I looked up the all-time number one finishers in TRL, and it's just Backstreet Boys and Sync, Backstreet Boys and Sync, and Sync and Sync, Backstreet and Sync, Britney and Sync, Britney, 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 Britney. A lot of pop songs, but they did sneak in Corn and Metallica, and mm-hmm. anyway. Been playing uh, I would watch. I would watch a documentary on TRL. It's probably out there. I'll just watch it soon. Cultural phenomenon. TRL. All right. We'll finally leave. Sorry for everything. <laughs> Go Ravens. Go Ravens. Oh, real quick. Uh, update on the poll that we put up because we finally uh, we got around to putting it up. Who are you rooting for? Ravens and Chiefs. Your guess was what? 60-40 for the Ravens. Okay, ninety-two percent Ravens. Let's go. I'm proud of everybody. Good. Yep. Yeah, this we we have reached the stage that is, you know, bleep them Chiefs. Yes, we have reached that. Yeah, we hate them. Yes, they're right. They're they're uh, scum. They're our new <laughs> Patriots. Rivals. That's right. Good. Go Ravens. All right. Cheers. Happy weekend. Stay dry. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. 
And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.